You are listening to season one of By Shawnita, Natrosis's novella, My Crowning Glory, chapter eight. Parts of my conversation with Wilson ran through my mind as we cuddled and watched a movie the rest of the night. I tried to quiet the doubts about how he'd feel once my flowing locks were replaced with whatever waited when I did the big chop. His arms felt like the right place to be as we laughed at all the right places as the couple in the movie tried to find their rhythm. He must have really wanted to be in my good graces because we sat through three romantic comedies and I fell asleep during his action flick. He walked me to my car, pecked me on the lips and watched as I drove off. Nothing about the end of our night or our routine changed, but it still felt different. I couldn't put my finger on it, but I knew something happened while he professed his almost feelings for me. Analytical overdrive kicked into gear the entire ride into the office. My office. Giggles filled the cabin of my CRV. Janie whisked into my office a few moments after I attempted to log on to the computer. Good morning. Janie leaned on the door jam. You look like you had a great weekend. Did they get your computer access squared away? The machine beeped in word. Not sure it is still warming up. Papers appeared from behind her back. I know we discussed the itinerary and travel schedule a bit on last week, but I think I may have been mistaken with the amount of time away from the office we'll have. They sent over the schedule and short of the holiday weekend, we'll be gone two to three days a week leading up to our campaign presentation meeting. A few of those will be overnight and at least two are weekend trips. The dates on the sheet covered every weekend for the summer. Wilson's birthday, I'd be out of town. For my mother's annual summer brunch, I'd be just returning to town. Many of the events and festivals would be during times I'd be leaving or returning from a trip. No one I knew traveled a lot for their jobs. I could ask Portia how she liked going into Atlanta twice a week for her job, but she was home every night. This schedule meant I'd be gone days at a time out of the state. Excitement and angst mingled together in the pit of my stomach. Entering login information on the screen offered my overactive mind a distraction. There is a lot of West Coast travel at the beginning of next year. This could help you prepare for the traveling part of working with the FHF. Janie glanced at my computer screen. Looks like you're able to get into the main system. Let's check your email. Good thing my stylist braids. I may need to get some or twist for July and August. I don't know if I'll be able to keep my hair cute being away from home this much. My attempts in styling my hair have ranged from comical to tragic since I started transitioning. The laugh in my throat stopped short as I watched Janie's face contort to 13 different looks. I typed in the commands to pull up all of the interfaces I needed to check before I let the IT department know if everything worked. That shouldn't be necessary. We'll have your day. We'll have days you're in town during each week. If you need to take off early some afternoons, we're salaried, so you can always make up your time. While we're traveling, it is as if we're on call the entire time, so go whenever you need to make sure you keep a professional appearance. I'm not sure what you've heard about working for the FHF or any government entity, but the competition is fierce, and if you don't make the right connections, impressions, and present the right look, you'll find it harder to progress. Her fingers twiddled. 
She moved like a nervous bunny trapped in a cage. I'm joking, Janie. Wearing hair extensions has never been a viable option for me. I've always hated how it itches and don't like to deal with it for more than a week or two, which my father pointed out the first time it happened was a waste of money. My stylist told me she'd start teaching me how to maintain the styles and looks she tried out that I like over the next few visits. It looks like our first extended trip will be after that, so I should be able to represent the department the way you expect. Janie's breathing returned to normal. A smile spread across her face. Of course, of course. I have the highest confidence. You'll be a great asset to the team and your presentation will knock their socks off. Don't let me pressure you with my worrying. Some people use music. Pressure and stress are my best motivators as of late. A self-conscious hand lifted to my hair as I looked over the schedule. There are plenty of weeks I'll probably go in after work to make sure my hair is fresh for travel. Janie laughed. Really, Anissa, I'm overreacting. Pressure gets to me sometimes and I lose my boundaries. Don't mind me. Just take the time you need to make your way through this process. Your mother and I talked about what you're doing. I think it is nice how the natural hair movement came back after the 70s. It's beautiful, really. I just want you to remember that everyone isn't ready to embrace a different standard of beauty in corporate America or government agencies. Well, my stylist and I scheduled for her to show me how to freshen my braid out between visits at the next appointment. I'll be sure to pay attention so I'm able to keep my look polished while we're on the road. Making the best impression on my peers, you and the powers that be is important to me, especially since this could lead to a long-term position with the FHF. My stomach relaxed when her eyebrows returned from their upright position. I know you won't let me down, Anissa. Janie Pat patted the papers on the desk. Looks like you have access to all of the programs we set up last week. Now we just need to hope and pray something doesn't mess it up. Technology is great when it works. <laughs> Your boss is right, Anissa. I know you don't like to think about it, but the truth of the matter is that there are still pockets, super plus size pockets of people who would like nothing more than every woman who doesn't have Tia and Tamara Mari curls to go back to relaxers or keep a standing appointment with a stylist to keep the naps stretched straight. Tanya looked at the schedule I copied for the summer. We'll be able to get a few lessons on your maintenance routine before you're out of town for the longer trips. No worries. Portia rushed into the shop and plopped down in the chair across from mine. I'm so glad you found a new stylist. Peach is tripping since you left. This is the third appointment of mine she has canceled, and I don't get up this early in the morning to pay people to treat me bad. Tanya smirked. Portia, this is my new stylist, Tanya. Tanya nodded at Portia. Tanya, this is my best friend since fourth grade, Portia. Portia smiled. Hi, thank you for asking your friend to take me on such short notice. You know Wilson is going to cuss me out if he finds out I converted another one of his cousin's customers to this shop. Never mind her ratchet business practices are going to ruin her before natural hair does. I'm going to hear about it anyway. My chuckle is dry because I don't want to have another argument about hair with my boyfriend. Only if you tell him, who has the time to follow people around making and gossip about what, where we get our hair done? Wilson needs to get a life. Portia sniggled. Ebony or Zoe would tell you, you need to give him some so he can stop acting so pressed about everything else. I think you should keep the cookies in the jar as long as possible. Something about him still makes my toes itch. 
Tanya laughed and handed me a cape. Brielle should be here in a few minutes. She is coming in early to make the appointment and she lives around the corner. The doors flew open and a tall, thick woman with the prettiest long hair I'd ever seen barreled in toward Portia. Good morning, ladies. I'm here to fix up a Portia. They'll get along great. Two characters. You ready to cut some more off today? Maybe an inch? Tanya guided my head on to the shampoo bowl. The whole kit and caboodle? No, I don't think I want to do the chop an inch at a time. I want to donate the hair to Locks of Love so we can just do it all at one time. Not sure when that time will come, but I do want to dig chop. My eyes closed as Tanya's hands moved across my scalp. Awesome. Good cause. And congrats on deciding to dig chop. You're going to feel so free when you do it. Or you'll run screaming back to Peaches for relaxing and some weave. Tanya's hand stopped moving as I tensed. That was a joke, Anissa. Loosen up. You'll be fine once you do it. You'll know when it is right. Relax your head back into my hands. Let me finish shampooing your hair. Let's try something different today. What do you think about a flat twist into a bun at the nape? It will give you about four days extra time before you unravel. And while you're under the dryer, I'll show you how to do maintenance on your braid out on my demo mannequin. Tanya worked conditioner into my hair. Sounds good to me. So does Brielle do relaxers? Yep, I don't know another stylist that is exclusive to naturals but me. She is learning so she can help transition her clients who want to try it or go longer between their touch-ups. She is also looking into the keratin protein treatments as an alternative hair straightener for some of her clients. Tanya placed a hot towel on my head and led me to the dryer. Wow, I thought this would be easier since being natural went mainstream. The sound of the air came from the dryer interrupted me. Corporations came into the natural hair arena because they were losing money, but I'm not sure if it is mainstream yet. Hold tight. I'm going to get the mannequin. Her feet disappeared from under the dryer. I hoped it went mainstream sooner rather than later. Drama over how I wanted to wear my hair went beyond getting on my nerves when Zoe and Wilson stormed off at my graduation. Some days I wanted to cut it all off to get it over with and let the chips fall. Other days I talked myself down from getting a wig or sew-in so everyone would be happy. Everyone who knew me knew I'd be miserable with the wig. And a sew-in would frustrate me even more than a wig. <laughs> I could take the wig off. <laughs> that movie was not good because of the acting. You were too busy salivating over Dwayne Johnson to notice if it even had a plot. Wilson opened the driver's side door and helped me into my seat. He jogged to his side of the car entered and buckled his seatbelt. Yes, I did. They were trying to get the cars and save the girl. My throat felt dry like it always felt after I lied. Who could concentrate on a plot with all those fine men running around all over the screen? You're so transparent. Good thing you're cute. And I know there is no chance in hell you'll meet any of those guys or I'd be jealous. Wilson laughed. I don't know. We do work with celebrities for health campaigns at the FHF. You never know. My shoulders strung to the beat of one of my favorite Alicia Keys songs. That is not funny, Nissa. They wouldn't know what to do with a diamond like you. They're used to chasing shiny baubles with no real value in Atlanta and Hollywood. You wouldn't want to be with them. In those relationships, they would shine. In our relationship, you shine. Wilson kissed my cheek. You can't believe I'm some insecure broad who can't be with a man who's as ambitious and busy as I'll be. <laughs> no, sir. 
I don't want to have an Oprah and Stedman relationship. Give me my own version of Jay-Z and Beyonce or Jada and Will, not Oprah and Stedman. Stedman is successful in his own right, but the way he is portrayed in their relationship sucks. I want to be with someone whose hustle and grind is strong or stronger than mine. Doubts he wanted to support me the way he talked about before came up in my mind again. Anytime he talked about our futures, my star not only shined bright, it was the only star in the sky. No doubt, I'm sure Stedman would think his role in their relationship is much different from what is seen in the media. They've been together for over 20 years. He has to be her equal. That women's live stuff means you can kill the pig, fry it up, and serve it naked on a silver platter you bought. I don't see anything wrong with that. He winked at me. Well, I do. My parents have been married longer than Oprah and Stedman have been together, and they did their hustle and grind together. Not one outdoing the other. They may not be all mushy and lovey-dovey in front of people, but they make it work. And I know my dad would do anything for my mother. He loves her and he knows her work. Stank and irritation dripped from the last sentence. The last time we spent time together, it seemed like he said all the right words, but something was missing. The sound of rustled plastic came from the floorboards of the back seat. Wilson dug around under the seat. He pulled out a bag of Ebony's weave I picked up from the store to take over to her house the next day. A bag must have spilled. What are these for? He held the bag like a dirty rag. Braids? My eyes shifted back to the road. You're really something else. I tell you I'm ready to commit to you, spend the rest of my life with you, so you go buy some hair to get braids to replace the perfectly fine hair growing out of your scalp? He tossed the hair into the seat behind us. I'm something else. Before I could stop myself, I sucked my teeth. You know I hate when people do that, so now you think I'm going to be with you, so you decide to cut off all of your hair and suck your teeth? You don't even like braids. Or that is what you told me. I wonder if I know you in all these last few months. You stopped getting your hair done, quit going to my cousin, get a new job, and now you're getting fake hair? Wilson crossed his arms. Do you really hate that I'm going to change my hair that much? My face will still be the same. Nothing is changing outside of how I wear my hair. How is that really any of your business? Oh wait, it's not. You don't have any say-so over how I wear my hair. How many times have you changed your beard, sideburns, goatee, and hair since we've been together? <laughs> Too many for me to count. Did I complain? No. When you gained that 20 pounds getting ready to graduate, did I say anything? No. I make one decision and am nice enough to discuss it with you and you're questioning if I've been lying to you during our entire relationship. That is ridiculous. A red light caused me to hit the brakes. You okay? He gave me the side eye. I should be asking you the same thing. When I told you I planned to go natural, my decision was made. Now you find some hair in my car and you acting like I sold plans for the Pentagon. You know I'm gonna cut all of my hair off at some point. Who cares if it is now or later? The light changed. I care. At some point, I thought you'd realize how silly all of this is and go back to Peaches so we can get on with our lives. This stuff you're doing is something Zoe or Ebony or never could keep a man Portia would do. He leaned back in his seat. No, using the hair in the back seat to get some braids is what Ebony is going to do. 
Portia is too smart to waste time on relationships when she knows she doesn't want to stay in Macon. Zoe doesn't even like you, so I'm not going to tell you what she told me to do with you because I'm foolish enough to keep thinking one day my man and my girls will get along. My car coasted to a stop in front of his place. Ebony, Wilson's Adam's apple dipped as he gulped. You should have told me. I didn't know. The locks popped on all of the doors as I pressed the button. What difference does it matter who the hair belongs to if you're in love with me because of who I am and not what you want or think I'm supposed to be? The locks clicked again. You know I hate when you do that. I thought we were going to spend the rest of the day together. Remember something I need to do for church tomorrow. If I can, I'll call you. Later. My arms crossed before I could stop them. Don't leave like this, Anissa. We love each other too much to let something as silly as hair come between us. He held the passenger door open. You know what? I feel the same way. I don't understand why you keep having the same response to something I told you I'm going to do months ago. That bothers me more than you wanting me to keep my hair straight, Wilson. Maybe you should think about that. I'll talk to you later. His face dropped as I reached over to close my passenger door. I'll admit that is not something I would have done months ago. To keep the peace, I'd get out of the car and go inside for a little while to make sure we were okay. Something was definitely different. I just wasn't sure it was my hair. I hope you enjoyed My Crown and Glory Chapter 8, written in red by Shawnita. Up next is Chapter 9.